Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And on this particular episode, we will be recapping the challenge season 36, episode 14, The Best of Enemies. Woo, good job, babe. Uh, this was, uh, this is heating up, folks. This is getting, uh, pe- people are getting hurt uh, emotionally in this game at this point. And this episode is no different. Is that, is that how you feel? I feel like people are, everybody in the house at this point um, seems to be pretty much buddies. And, that is true. And and you are now taking away somebody's chance at half a million dollars or yeah. whatever it is. So There's no more fat. There is no more fat to trim. Uh, mm-hmm. People are starting to get hurt. Um, and this episode is uh, a uh, an example of that big time. The days of Joseph from America's Got Talent are gone. <laughs> I forgot about AGT Joe. <laughs> Joe uh, Joe TG. You well, know what? What, what? There seems to be, you know, one sort of power block who is controlling the votes in the house. And we will talk about them as this episode um, un- unfurls itself in this recap. But I that's what I think is going on is there's a power bo- block. There's a central person that seems to have the most power. Are you, and you're talking about Big T. Am I, I wrong about that? I wish no. that would be fun. Well, we're the one to... person without a gold skull. Yes, she the is one the one gal. She is the underboss. The one lady without a gold skull. You know what? Let's just uh, let's waste no more time, Ash. Let's get right into the recap. So it starts off with a last week on. TJ reminds us that we had a night of hell. We see CT complaining about how Cam isn't trying, really playing up once again that the chemistry between CT and Cam, as far as partners go, just ain't there. We see the Gabby versus Nani elimination, and we see Nani sending Gabby home. Better luck next time, Gab. Thanks for your work here. Loved you on Love Island. Happy to see you on the challenge. Hope to see you again. Nani, as the winner... She has a decision to make. What does she do? She dumps Kyle, takes Fessy. Kyle is now with Anissa, which he dreads. And Big T and Corey are together. That open that brings us to the opening of this episode. And it's the challenge house in classic style. Everyone is walking in. Nani is so pumped. In an interview, she's really proud of herself. She's happy this happened. And she's like very happy to have Fessy as a partner. We then see Fessy walk into one of the bunks to talk to Anissa. And he says he loves her. She says, okay. She can tell something is up, right? Well, I mean, what do you uh, what, what do you think that she can tell that Fessy had a hand in the fact that Nani took him? I think that she can tell that there was a plan that he knew. I think she can tell that he knew because when he's like, "I love you," she's like, "Okay," and I'm like, "Oh, that's interesting." Yeah. And you know what? She uh, at the end of this conversation, she was like, "You know what? No, I'm I'm like actually I'm okay. I'm all right." Basically telling Fessy, like, Fessy, you're actually not worth it. You're not that great of a partner, and I'm fine with having somebody that uh, I can actually uh, have, like, a a symbiotic relationship with. Fessy says you're acting moody towards me in in an interview. I know. I hated that. I hated that. Fessy Fessy sucks. He's a big dud on this season. The days of me swooning over him eating chips have passed. It's not even a dud. It's it's he's moved into I think actively 
villainous in a way that uh, is no fun to watch on TV. Just yeah, I agree. Just like uh, you're taking up space in a way, but also like um, you know, not not being funny, not being funny, not being fun to watch, not stirring up enough. I mean, I, I understand all this stuff that I'm saying right now. All these traits uh, apply to a dud. But there, there's he's doing a lot. There is a lot of drama that kind of revolves around Fessy this season. So I, I can't quite call him a dud because we wouldn't have, you know, this drama of 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 the partners in this sort of way. We wouldn't have this, you know, big brother alliance that was sort of seal. He sort of seals the big brother alliance because he's such a good competitor. But just don't want to watch him on TV. He's unlikable in the wrong kind of way. He's got go away heat. Now, okay? I, oh, go that's a good heat. term. Go away that's heat. That's a wrestling term, okay? And uh, you want heat as a bad guy in wrestler. You want the crowd to boo you. Just and you want the crowd to want the good guy to beat your ass. That's what your goal is. But then there's something called go away heat, which is like when the crowd just wants you to go away. We don't mm. want even to see you get beat up. We don't like you like that. You're mm. not doing the thing. Just get out of here. It's the wrong type of heat. Now, I have a question for you, Nick. Yeah, go ahead. Because I can pinpoint, uh, if I trace back my fessy feelings, it goes back. I turned on him with the Nelson elimination. Do you feel, can you find your feelings there? When you turn, do you know when you turned on Fessy? I never liked Fessy really. I, I never really? did. No, I, I, I always thought he was boring. I, I guess really I did. liked him. I guess I liked him for enough for both of us. And, I thought. And now Fessy has enough confidence that he's like trying to play this game, and it's like annoying me. It's like it's it's uh, it's just kind of annoying. <sighs> it would be so much more fun if Nelson was in the house. So Fessy in an interview says, "I want to see her do great things." Talking about Anissa, but I don't want to be attached to her. And then we see a really fun scene with Anissa and Kyle. Why They're does he want to see her do great things? He's been on the show for a year. It makes no sense. Like, I really want her to see her to do, accomplish this. It's like, dude, you've been on the show. You have, you've been on the show for fucking a year. This is your second show that you've done for MTV. And she's on her 14th. And I understand that Anissa makes people, makes a lot of the guys feel comfortable there. I think that's what happens is she gets kind of close to the good looking guys on the show. It just, you know, it doesn't, she's like a chameleon, you know, it doesn't matter how many. Uh, seasons go by you know if a rookie guy who's kind of a cutie comes in she has some sort of relationship with him i'm only using Corey as sort of an example here yeah. aside from fessy but it seems like it happened with fessy too um and and anisa doesn't hide the fact that she like is attracted to these guys and that seems to be what kind of paves the way for a relationship but this whole like i want you to i want to see her succeed as if she's leroy you know, right. Like somebody who's seen her through the years, not doing well and, and, and noticing this change and being like, this is your season. It's such a bullshit. Like, uh, is it patronizing? Like, what's the term for it where you're like, I really want to see you do well, but I also don't want to be anywhere near it while it's happening. Like that was yeah. the, that, that line of like, I don't even want to, uh, I, I just want to be attached to you while it yeah. happens. It's like such a shithead line. Just be like, I don't give a fuck about Anissa. I'm trying to fucking win. Yeah. And I think that's why I don't like Fessy. Be honest. I'm trying to win this fucking game. Get the fuck out of my face, Anissa. You stole me back. I want you out of here. I want uh, somebody who can fucking run 
10 miles on my fucking team. Nani runs on a treadmill every day. She's not my favorite partner, but she's better than you. Fuck off. Say something <laughs> like that, and I'll be like, well, he's got a point. But this, like, why are you mad at me? You seem mad. Like, I want to see you succeed. You know me, Fessy. I've known you for 19 months. I'm the I'm your person in your corner. It's like, meanwhile, look over at Leroy, not even looking at Anissa. You know what I mean? Like, being like, fuck Anissa. I got to win this game. I respect that more than fucking stupid-ass Fessy. All right. End. <laughs> End. That brings us to the bunks where Anissa and Kyle are talking. And this is like a fun little combo. Kyle starts off by going, are we fucked or not? And then Kyle reminds her that she blindsided him earlier in the season. And they talk about how much shit he talked about her. Kyle and- is without a doubt my favorite challenger. And he's solidified it this season. I don't I don't like anybody else as much as I like Kyle on this show. He's literally Boy or girl. He's literally saying to her, "Yeah, I called you dead weight forever." Yeah, literally <laughs> cuz last week I was like, "I can't believe he picked her. She's going to In my head I'm like, she's going to be so upset." He didn't like, pick her. She picked no, him. No, no, I can't believe she picked him. Yeah. I, and and like later and she's like talking about on uh, you know uh, in interviews like you know Kyle's good for me and we could do this and I'm like this episode he's literally calling her dead weight to the camera and to everybody else and I'm like boy that's gonna hurt her when she sees it in in 25 minutes he admits to her all of these things that he said and it's a fantastic piece of business here because there's no real reason that he has to admit it to her except for the fact that like i don't really give a shit about any of this i'm taking the piss out of the whole system here i do want to win i do like you as a person i might as well just tell you i know you can handle this and she does and she loves it and i loved it i thought this was a great moment when he go ahead and confessed all of his confessionals to anisa in the bunks it was wonderful and then she says in an interview kyle is definitely an upgrade in the funny department and then they're still talking kyle and anisa and he says to her like listen i don't have any friends in here like i'm not connected yeah. <laughs> it's interesting though do you, he did say the only people he said a few people that he, he was said connected casey to. and leroy i think interesting that he's decided that that's the team that he that whose back he has you know and it does come later it it's it, it storyline yeah. wise it makes sense why we hear it but it's interesting that he chooses them because at what point during the show do we feel like they're aligned in any way? He must None. be just lying to her because yeah. his real alliance seems to be CT. But him and though, CT got in a huge fight. I think they're over it. Yeah. Because he's been seeing I me. Mean, Kyle can't wake up the next day after that altercation with CT and feel like he had any ground to stand on after he's stealing. He's stealing people left and yeah, right. Yeah, he took camp from Double crossing everybody. CT was 100% right while he was shoving turkey rolls in his mouth. <laughs> You you do it to everybody else. You're you're the biggest uh, two face in this fucking house. I thought it was fun when this scene was happening. We saw like the camera panned out to reveal Big T and Amber B eavesdropping. Yeah, there was a couple of like I'm waiting behind corners. In yeah, this. but that one was very much like that was like almost like. It felt like uh, when you're like uh, on Pirates of the Caribbean and like you keep going through like little tunnels and rooms and something's happening and then you like go into another tunnel and you realize right around the corner like Jack Sparrow is like yeah. creeping around listening to the guys trying to capture him. We get an interview from Darrell saying that he's trying to stay out of the elimination, that uh, his partnership with Amber B, that's the only team that has been together and stayed together. 
since day one. Then we see Leroy and Darrell talking sort of outside at the gym. The next, uh, this scene, Nick and I watched a few times because it was edited, it was edited in an odd way where we thought maybe that um, Leroy and Darrell were talking and then Darrell left and Corey came up and they were trying to make it look like that. But then on a rewatch, we could see Darrell's reflection and part of the Corey conversation. It was, we were confused by this and the, the, the choice to do so many close-ups in this scene was suspicious. I'm just going to say it, that before we get into it. It definitely was some sort of a Franken conversation. Yeah, it was Franken conversation for sure. I, so I don't. I think eventually Darrell walked away, and that is when Corey looked at Leroy and said, "Can you promise me that I'll be house vote?" I I, I just think that that's what was going on here, and that's why it seemed very odd. You know, when they made it look like Corey entered the convo and when they made it look like Darrell left the convo, I do not think those timelines were as it seemed. Well, let's talk about the convo itself, because just know that we saw this convo and it, it struck us as odd. So Leroy and Darrell are talking and then Leroy in an interview says, Darrell's a friend of mine, but I can't get too comfortable. Like just because I have a gold skull, this is when I have to be, you know, fully aware of everything that's going on. Then we see Corey walk up and Leroy is talking to them about how he is getting nervous. And then that's when Corey asked to be the house vote. And that's when he asked to be promised to be the house vote. And then Leroy basically says like, we can't, no one can promise you anything. Like we haven't even done the challenge yet. Like yeah, he's what's like, going on? Oh yeah, on? you want to be house vote? Sure. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> yeah. Then we see um, Nani and Cam talking, and Cam is saying that like the worst case scenario is if Kyle and Anissa win today. Cam in an interview says if they win. We don't know who the house vote is going to be. Like, they're going to be the house vote. Kyle and Anissa, they are the house vote. And if they win, we're screwed. Leroy comes in and he's like talking to Cam and Nani. He's like, I shouldn't be this stressed out. Leroy in an interview says, I need to win. I'll do whatever it takes. And then we see Corey talking to Anissa. And he's like, I feel like I've been looking out for you this whole game. You're my number one girl. By the way, let's be reminded of last week's episode when Corey was saying that She's dead weight basically She's dead i weight. love her but it was one of those She's not ready for the final she's not ready for it but he says i've been looking out for you this whole game you're my number one girl he wants to go against kyle and he wants anisa to help him with that now why i feel like this conversation also was framed in a strange way i i just don't understand the benefit to uh, to Corey telling anisa that he wants kyle when kyle is her partner and we all know that once you get down in the crater it could be a girl's day it could be a dumb elimination but it could also be a men's day i i mean i just don't i don't see the strategy here at all i just don't see it and and i and i imagine you know, this is a normal conversation if the person you're speaking to has a chance of winning today's daily and uh, going down there. But before that happens, why would he do this? Why do you think why do you think this was his approach? I think Corey's jumping the gun. 
I think it's that just he's, a bad move. It's I think just he's like just not, chomping at right. the bit to get in, and he's looking around. He's like, I want to go against Kyle. I think in his mind, he's been weighing the fact that he wants to go against Kyle, and that now Anissa is his partner, and that that is causing him stress. That he's like, listen, I'm going to come clean with you. I'm angling to go after Kyle, but like you're my girl. I don't want to put you in any harm's way. I just want to tell you what's going on in my mind. I, I I imagine it's hard to keep all of these things in your head all of the time, and that you just blab to your friend. Okay. That's my that's how did I, you read it? I read it as possibly the conversation happening at a different time. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, and we're just seeing it here. I just think that uh and you know, I mean, if I'm if I'm gonna take everything at face value, which I should, uh, because I don't know any spoilers and let me just accept the story that they're giving me. Um no no need to be suspicious about everything. But if I'm going to, you know, take it as at face value, I feel like Corey's just not the greatest strategist and he's just not the greatest competitor you know what i mean like he's he's not the greatest challenger yeah um i mean he's been on the show for a while and his uh his he's pretty damn good though he, he's good he's athletic he's athletic well, he does, he's he doesn't a politicker have, no not really yeah he, aligning yourself with you know nelson each season is not the smartest move in the world i'll tell you that and having fessy throw you uh you know under the bus last season and then coming in and and you know, trusting him again when he's even more malicious this season than he was last season, not a good move. Um, you know, not aligning with, uh, you know, Wes and Kyle and, and flipping the house against Fessy in the early in this season and trying to take some power and having some power in that. Why not would he a good have move. done that? Because he's not at the top of his alliance. He's not in the Big Brother alliance. He's already told Fessy that Fessy's like on uh, thin ice with him. So Fessy can't fully trust Corey, even though he wants Corey as his friend outside of the house. He hasn't done shit for Corey. Hasn't helped him get a skull. Hasn't done anything. So aligning yourself with the person who eliminated your best friend and sticking with that did not work out in Corey's favor at this point in time and possibly throughout the rest of the show Corey does not have a fucking skull and it might be because he aligned himself with Corey and didn't align himself with Wes and Kyle and and the challenger side of that aligned himself with Fessy he, 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 he lined himself yeah. with fat. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, so I, okay. I, I just don't think he's a great strategist. I'm sorry. And this to me, telling the partner of the person you want to take in that he wants to take you in and, and getting that person ready for the crater is, it is, seems like uh, antithetical to actually going down there and, and getting the skull. Well, you bring up a good point because Anissa goes outside and talks to Kyle who's on a treadmill. And, and he's she's pissed. like, Kyle is immediately pissed. Yeah. He's like, Corey's asking for me. Like, Anissa spills all the beans to Kyle. Kyle gets pissed. He's being loud about it. He's fucking asking for me. And then in, in an interview, he says, I'm not giving up this gold skull. And that's when we see the challenge has been activated. I want to say one thing about Kyle here. Kyle t does say that he's going to hurt him. I'm going to hurt him. Yeah. I want to hurt him. He's pissed. That brings us to the challenge light going off, the activation light. Activation. Green light is flashing. We get a little fun voiceover from Kyle saying, this is what death's like. Now, let's remember that going into this challenge, it has been made clear to us. I, I don't know if we've done a good job of this on the recap, so I'm just going to state this right up front. Going into this challenge, it has made, been made clear to us that Anissa and Kyle will be the house vote. Okay. That is where everyone is going for. Corey wants to go in there and, and basically 
Anissa and Kyle don't have any attachments to anyone else in the house. I mean, Anissa has an attachment to Corey, but that's about it. Anissa seems to think that she's more attached to people politically than she really is. As far as I can see, the politics lie with Leroy in the middle, who is protecting Cam, which means that like CT is protected and Leroy is protecting Nani, which means Fessy is protected. Casey and Leroy are truly the linchpin of this entire political uh, system within the house because Casey seems to be in charge of the Big Brother Alliance. And then, like I said, Leroy is taking care of Cam and Nani. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And then all the other teams seem to be like peripheral, you know, like like Darrell and Amber are their friends and Anissa and Corey and Anissa and Kyle are their friends. But like that is the block right there that I just laid out. So going into this challenge, everyone's gunning to throw in Anissa and Kyle as the house vote. Kyle says, this is what death's like. I laughed at that. We show up. TJ says, this mission is called Mission Undercover. Very creative name. Nick laughed at that. It's very cool. They're like, they dive in between two tectonic plates. You follow a lead rope. You have a tiny little oxygen tank. It's like just enough for a little bit. And it's one of the ones that, you know, connects with a mouthpiece, not the one that goes on your back. And they take this lead rope to some rings, some decoder rings, bring the rings back. Then they have to finish a puzzle and decode um, the puzzle to have their the keyword that means that they have finished this challenge. And uh, they can't come up for air. If they do, they're disqualified. That's important. You cannot surface while you are going on this lead rope to get these rings. You cannot surface. And another aspect of this is apparently this is the clearest water in the world. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Uh, TJ says a couple times. So, And the fact that you're in between two tectonic plates. I mean, they mention frequently, like, don't look down. And so... Being in between two tectonic plates, I imagine if you look down, you're looking down into the center of the earth because they're like, everything looks cool around you. Just don't look down. Um, so we learned that. I wish we could have gotten more of a shot of what was down there. Yeah, right? me too. I didn't I didn't put that together that you would that you would just be looking into the earth. I, I thought it was just like a lot of fish down there or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's why people didn't want to look down. Hey guys, sorry our 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 uh, machine died. Sorry, I can't. <laughs> I'm like can't think of anything because my brain is frazzled by by this incident. Yeah, basically our recording equipment yeah. just died it in the just, middle of it. It, it. Battery died. We're all good. Everything's good here. We're just gonna pick it up uh, from the last sentence. Sorry about sorry about that, folks. Sorry. Yeah, I hope you guys are. I hope you guys rolling are rolling with the punches. Yeah, guys, I hope you guys are rolling with the punches. Okay, guys. Sorry. Anyway, back to the action. Leroy and Casey make the order, like I said, and they put Kyle and Anissa first. Kyle is pissed. You have anything to say about that? Nah, he's just upset. I mean, you know, he 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 wants a heads up. He just wants a heads up, and and he claimed that Leroy was his buddy and that Casey and Leroy are his closest friends or something in the house. So, I imagine this hurt doubly if that's what was actually going on that week. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, he should know that everybody is super cutthroat right now. So there are no friends. Um, Kyle and Anissa, they are the first to do this, which which usually means that you're going to be the worst because uh, people figure things out as it goes along. They go in there, they swim, they get their rings, they come out. 
Um, Kyle Kate keeps saying that he's horrible at puzzles, but they figure out the puzzles together. And then Kyle's so happy. He's like, this is one of the first puzzles I've ever completed. And this just feels like a good moment for this team. They completed the exercise. They bonded. And it's just a nice little positive moment for them. So I'm happy for them because a lot of new teams are being tested today in this competition. And Kyle and Anissa, they pass. Yeah, and uh, they did this very well, too. It's uh, They really got through the water part very quickly, although I'm not too sure about the puzzle. It does look like they struggle uh, quite a bit at the beginning of this puzzle. Yeah. Then Corey and, and Big T are next, and Corey surfaces almost immediately. Um, he explains to us in an interview that one of his friends, when he was younger, tried to drown him. And so he just has psychological issues with diving under uh, under the water and going deep under the water. Big T is totally sweet about it. She completely understands. What a wonderful, supportive partner. I want Big T to be my partner in life. Um, I mean, I want you too, Nick. But like, it could also, be us three together. Also, Big T. I think it's uh, fascinating that we didn't see any of the preamble to this uh, this moment, where because uh, he must have been so disappointed. You know, Corey, I'm speaking about when this was like a water challenge where he had to go really deep. When this was his shot to win, to go in and and control his own fate, and uh, in the back of his mind, you could tell when he is telling Big T, "We're gonna do our best we can." You know, he's already lost in his mm. head. So this must have been such a disappointing moment. You just didn't realize it until after the fact. Amber B and Darrell are next, and then they are disqualified. Amber B surfaces. Darrell says, I can feel like Amber B is not giving me her all these days. Yeah, all of a sudden he's turning on Amber B. Yeah, what's that about? I don't know. I, you know, he's stuck by her side and it's been so positive between the two of them. And then in this episode in particular, in particularly, in particular? I think it's particularly or in particular. Well, one of the two. One of the two. We're getting some uh, some feelings from Darrell that maybe he's not so crazy about Amber B. Up next is Nani and Fessy, and in their pre-challenge interview, these two are hyped. They can't wait to get in there. They get into the water, and then Fessy kicks Nani in the face. <laughs> and Nani, like jumps out of the water really quick before she starts and, and then like her tank gets dislodged and she tries to go under but she she can't she and can't then do she it. no mention of any of this post them competing she just kind of quits but uh he or maybe can't handle it being underwater with and her i don't know what was actually i guess her face mask was askew i don't i couldn't tell and then you got fessy who like swims over and just like She's like can't get air, and then like Fessy runs over and just grabs her ankle and he's like trying her, to pull her down, her back down, and then is like, oh, fuck, fuck it, and then goes back and gets his rings, and then uh, just... she just you know f- floats back up to service, and then afterwards they're really dejected, and uh, but she is uh, she never tells him like he kicked me in the fucking face like what, yeah. where why didn't we get any of that I want I want to know a if that was the truth. And B, uh, I want Fessy to feel bad. I think that that must be the truth because I think that Nani is so quick to um, see herself as the problem. Like, let's not forget, Josh took her ring and then she blamed herself. Right. So that that rope. Yeah. So Fessy like had to have kicked her in the face. I just I feel like Nani is like she sees herself as the issue because she has low self-esteem. So like. Fessy definitely kicked her in the face. And then in in an interview, Fessy's like, it sucks. Our first mission is partners and she gets DQ'd. 
Um, Cam and CT are next. They have some trouble with the puzzle. They do the ring thing pretty quickly, but then when they're trying to figure out the puzzle, they are going back and forth. They are arguing over each other. It seems like mm, these two are not getting along. Well, I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? What do you mean? Doesn't it make sense that they're not that they're along? talking over each other because they're two what? They're both two leaders put on the same team. Yeah, kind of, right? What do yeah. you think? Yeah, I think so. I think that I can see both. You know, Cam and Kyle were a really good mix of energy. As right. Kyle said in his interview, like last week or the week before, Cam is a leader and I'm a follower. We're the perfect combination. Um, I could see Cam and CT button heads for sure, but I also think that like well, they, Cam they, is probably still salty over the fact that CT passed her up. Like I, I don't think she cares about that at all. You don't? No, I don't think she wants to be CT's partner, really. Mm, I think yeah. that's mostly what it is. I yeah. think she's upset that it kind of got shaken up because she was had a good thing going with Kyle. And CT already has, you know, he just wants the... Per- you know that the whatever protection cam can provide yeah um you know because they both have skulls so it's not about really winning or losing it's just about maintaining stasis and uh, i feel like he um he's getting that from her and uh and it's just uncomfortable with the fact that uh, she has opinions and wants to be the star of the team as you were saying you know uh um i'm not saying she wants to be the star but i'm saying like she wants does i think she she wants her opinion to be taken she's not taking a back seat Uh, and when i said she's salty i don't mean like she's like still like oh he rejected me i i think what happened is like when you get rejected like that it changes the way you see the person sure you know what i mean i do want to say that the both of them want to be the 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 the, leader star of the team Uh, they these are two star players um for this season and i think that uh neither one of them will feel comfortable being sort of the the backseat person here they both want to drive drive the team drive the ship drive the car you know what i mean yeah so i don't know i'm not not like saying anything against either one of them that's great a great quality to have um and they both are stars um and sometimes that just doesn't work out you know you can get uh every so often you could put two you know star basketball players on one team that don't really know how to work with one another and they don't play well and that's sort of what we're seeing here eventually they do finish this puzzle and it is ct that that decodes decode because that is what you're trying to decode the word decode it is interesting to me how many times uh we see people have basically decode out on the uh all of the letters correct but in different uh, a different formation and they just can't see the word the scramble of decode okay, yeah you know, i thought it was coded at first but just not even having code like down and looking at it and being yeah. like what's here it's just like it seems like that's the only word you could spell <laughs> with these letters um, and it, it, that definitely comes to fruition in this, uh, with this team as well, who you think are two self-proclaimed puzzle masters. Whenever somebody claims that they're a puzzle master with very small, um, uh, w- I, I always kind are of, are talking about the Sarah Rice curse? I always sort of feel like people claim are very quick to claim they're puzzle masters. I, I just, on this show. Yeah. And I just don't ever remember them like completing puzzles that like win the game and everybody calls them a puzzle master. The only person I can think of who has truly done that multiple times is Ashley Mitchell. 
I do remember a couple of Ashley Mitchell. Even in this season, she like finished. But do you remember the CT Puzzle Master times where CT wins because of a puzzle? Like I I understand when it comes down to like uh, what is it, tanagrams or whatever the fuck it's called. It's like he could put shapes together. But I don't recall him ever puzzling his way to victory in in some sort of real (laughs) way. And Cam too. You know what I mean? I get it. They're smart. All right, that's what you're saying. You're smart, but just never proclaim you're a puzzle master. It's 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 not good for your game. This team uh, ends with an interview from CT saying, "I'm starting to second guess my decision to pick Cam." Yeah, we get it. That brings us to a commercial. When we're out of it, we see uh, Leroy and Casey. Just they're about to go next. They're once again talking about how much they love each other. They knock this out of the park, and at the end of it, they're just once again talking about how uh, how great it is to be partners with each other. The the love between Leroy and Casey is real, and I would just like to take a moment here to talk about wow, Leroy has just really put in the time off season to get comfortable with not only swimming, but diving. This is a diving exercise. They're going un- deep under the water. This is not just swimming above it. And and I feel like just three, four seasons ago, we were watching Leroy struggle even just swimming. So he has really put in the time. And I, 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 I just want him to win. I want this to be Leroy's season. This I, was, one, in my opinion, this was the one too many uh, I love my partners. I, it, it, I, I got... I do agree with that. I got sick of it in yeah. the post-competition uh, um, interview. I, I thought it was a little icky. I was like, okay. He's like about to cry. He loves his partner. Every single time Casey like pats him on the shoulder and is like, yeah, yeah. Like I feel, it feels <laughs> awkward. Like he's professing. You're it's come more, for, it's coming more oh, from Leroy than Casey. She's just always like, yeah, you're, you're great. We're, we're, I'm really happy to have you as, as a partner. And then she says really nice things about him in interviews and stuff. She just, but must be less comfortable with, uh, expressing, you know, expressing than, uh, than, than he is. But still we get it guys. Get her, <laughs> I, 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 As I said last night, get a room, get a room. Um, that's the end of the conversation competition that's when tj tells us that they just swam in the clearest water in the world which was cool and then he congratulates ct and cam and leroy and casey for getting over their fears and really bringing it today and then we go to commercial and nick looks at me and he goes who do you think won right do you remember this yes and and you said anisa i hope it's anisa and kyle and i said how is that possible because the two people he said it came down to the two teams was leroy and casey and what was the other team cam and ct cam and ct uh and they overcame their fears i guess cam did yeah Um, because so yeah but uh so like um and i was like that he didn't say it came down to no no this is how it was worded actually he was like you everybody uh i'm glad uh you guys uh competed hard um but there were two teams that really overcame their fears and then pointed those two teams out then it went to commercial that whole but there was two teams like singling them out to me is what tj normally does but he clearly was throwing a swerve at us and uh he did and the winners were kyle and anisa wow tj says they dominated by a lot anisa starts crying in an interview she's like i am overwhelmed with joy nick and i are jumping up and down on the couch i mean this is the underdog story we've been looking for all season these two yes 
Yes. Anissa, it's so weird how it how it pans out sometimes, isn't it? Where it's yeah. just like this is a natural storyline. I mean, there there Anissa gets uh, you know, shitted upon all last episode. She gets broken up by her her uh treacherous teammate uh leaves her and and Kyle who who's been shit talking Anissa but is also being double crossed left and right and gets his partner stolen away from him yet again and uh, blah blah, and then all of a sudden it all leads up to them winning in the in this crater. It's 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 it feels like it's been written, you know. I freaking love it. Um, I am trying to find my place in the notes back at the house. Anissa and Kyle are so happy. They walk over to the name board. They slap their names right up there at the top where it says uh, double agents. Nani is upset. Everyone looks upset. Leroy in an interview says if Corey is the house vote, that's bad because then Kyle and Anissa can pick whoever they want with skulls. Fessy in an interview says, I have a feeling Anissa might take a shot at me. Everyone is worried that um, Anissa and Kyle are going to come after them, especially Leroy, who put Kyle and Anissa first in today's challenge. We see Kyle talking to Corey and he's saying, uh, you wanted me. You wanted me and now you're not getting me. Big T tells him to shut up and then and then Big T, Corey is telling Kyle, I want to be the house vote. Big T is saying, I don't want to be the house vote. And that's what I noticed. Corey has a la pen in his hand, which is my favorite type of pen. It's a French pen. It's fine tipped felt. And he has it in the lavender color. And I just appreciate that Corey has good taste in writing utensils. You don't think that's just the pens they got them for the house? I think Corey personally chose it. <laughs> you know, when uh, Kyle is kind of gloating in front of Corey, this is a fun moment. Um, but he asks Corey what he does. He goes, who, who do you want who, who do you want to go in, go in against? And he's waiting for Corey, and Corey's like laughing at him because he knows that it's not real. And then he's like, "I, it doesn't matter who you want," <laughs> because that's uh, something he that, wanted me. That's something that The Rock d- used to do when he was in the WWE back in the day, or the WWF. Nick's been watching a lot of wrestling. I don't know if you guys watch, can tell. I by watch this. wrestling all the time, but uh, I mean that that this is a Rock quote. He's quoting. This is what The Rock used to do. He would ask them a question, and when they would start talking, he would go, "It doesn't matter who you want." He wanted to get that in purposely so i see you kyle you, you're an old school wwf fan the, the brits love their their attitude era so cory in an interview says i want to be in control of my own destiny and then he says that thinks he thinks that Darrell and amber are the best team for them to go against kyle talking to ct now is in the kitchen they're talking and he says i'm pissed at leroy I'm pissed and I want to speak to him. In an interview, Kyle says, I want to vote Leroy in. He was going to say my name, so why wouldn't I say his? We then see Cam talking to Leroy and um, she's saying like, hey, heads up. Anissa and Kyle are pissed that you put them first. Cam in an interview says, I feel so bad for Leroy. And then um, I feel, okay, hold on. Keep talking, Nick. Let me just say this. What, what's going on? You have bad notes today. Yeah. Okay. Figure your notes out because uh, we gotta get we gotta get through this. Now, um, I would like to say that uh, the reason why. Okay. So I, at this point, I turn to Ashley and I go, "There's not a chance in hell that Anissa allows Kyle to do anything else but put in Corey. Corey's gonna be their vote 
one hundred and ten percent. Now uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. Are you? Did you f- figure out where you are? Um, we'll talk about it when we get there. But I have I have I have other things to say on the Anissa and who she's going to choose front. So, you know, Cam saying, like, I feel bad for Leroy. And then in an interview, Leroy says the only team that can go in is Amber and Darrell, and that sucks. And I wish that they had shown us just sort of Leroy's thinking in this process because I had to spend my own time trying to figure this out mentally. I'm like, what does he mean the only team that can go in is Darrell, and that sucks? And I'm realizing that he's saying Cam and CT can't go in because I'm attached to Cam. Um, Nani and Fessy can't can't go in because I'm attached to Nani and Casey's attached to Fessy and Kyle and Anissa can't go in because they won Corey and Big T. We have to make sure that they are the team that Anissa and Kyle put in. We have to leave them out because Anissa will make sure uh, Corey goes in to get his skull. We have to we have to leave them hanging. We have to force Anissa and Kyle's hand. So that means the only team that we can put in is Darrell and Amber. So I had to kind of figure that out on my own. Did you figure that out, by the way? We didn't talk about I, it. I don't know if I figured that out at all. I really don't. And, I can't recall. And I'm not even 100% sh- sure that's the case, but that's the only thing I can make out of this comment, that they're the only team that can go in. Anyway, that brings us to a night out. We see Anissa dodging questions from people. She's like, I'm not telling anybody shit. We see Kyle and Leroy talking to each other. Um, you know, they're kind of working things out. This plant keeps knocking into Leroy's head. You know, Leroy's trying to trying to smooth things over with Kyle. We see Fessy and Nani talking about how they have a shot. I mean, Fessy's basically saying like I want to run I want to run this final with you. We've got a shot. And then we see in an interview with Nani, she says I'm a fool for leaving Kyle. Fessy and I do not have good team chemistry. I Love this. I, I, this this is was just... surprising to me. I couldn't believe that she that this was she had this uh, strong of a feeling this quick after picking Fessy. This is just so Nani. Can we agree that this is just very Nani? Well, I think we all knew that when Nani picked Fessy, it wasn't a good move for her. She needs somebody that's like un, unendingly needs... supportive. Yeah, and again, why not Durrell? I I don't understand that. Why would you not pick Durrell or CT? I don't know the fe- picking. Fessy, Fessy is part of Big Brother, and that's a good combination. And he, she wants the um, security that Josh provided her by being connected to a huge alliance. Mm, okay, um, it makes a lot of sense. But when it comes down to it, Fessy is not a great uh, partner um, in in the in the uh, support category, right? Yeah. I mean, he's just he's just nothing. He's a nothing. Yeah. Now, we see this next scene is Leroy talking to Durrell. And he says, just be prepared. Like, I want to give you a heads up. Be prepared. Um, That's when I realized that, like, oh, Leroy is making sure that Durrell and Amber are the house votes. And, you know, I don't know if we said this earlier in that gym scene because we were kind of talking about how odd the edit was. But we did have an interview moment there where Leroy said Durrell and I are actually friends outside of the house. He actually says, I think in the scene that we're talking about right now uh, at the party, um, he says in an interview, I believe, where he goes, "Uh, we came into this house working together. 
Oh, I missed that. That's yeah, good. He does. Um, he said it. I thought that was pretty surprising. We rarely get to get a glimpse of the pre-game alliances. Yes, yeah, especially this season. Uh, but yeah, Leroy says to Durrell, I just want you to be prepared. I just want to give you a heads up. And, you know, it's interesting because the way this was edited, it made it seem kind of like Corey had decided he wanted to go against Durrell and Amber. And that's why they were going to get the house vote. But then we have these clues like Leroy saying they're the only team that can, that can possibly go in. And Leroy being nervous about um Anissa and Kyle kind of going rogue if Corey was the house vote. So it does seem like this is Leroy's plan and he's telling Darrell, be prepared. And that's when Darrell says, okay, I will, but like be prepared. I'm going to take Casey if I win. I'm not staying with my girl is what he says. I thought this was about as good as Darrell could do as far as a defense to him being the house vote. Is Yeah. He knows exactly where to hit. Leroy, uh, and that is uh, by taking his partner. As we all know, Leroy is uh, in love with his partner. <laughs> uh, so uh, that, that that's where you get him right there. In an interview, Darrell says, I told Leroy I was going to take his partner, but now he's playing this because now he's playing this game and I can play it too. And then, like we said, there seems to be a falling out of, of – uh, not romance, but friendship mance or partner mance with Jarrell and Amber. I don't fully understand it, but that's what's going on. Then we have a commercial. When we come out of it, we see Nani talking to CT. And she's saying, I can see why Anissa was having trouble with Fessy. Um, and then CT says to Nani, you know what? If I had had big T yesterday, things would have been smoother. I'm sick of this rhetoric. Yeah, I don't like this CT. I miss Big T thing. I don't think it makes him look better. It doesn't redeem uh, what he uh, how he acted. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm kind of lost for D- CT this this season now Same. based on that episode. It's just like you ain't gonna get that back. You showed your true colors, whole bunch of shit. And uh, to me, it's not cute. I don't see this cute this yeah. cuteness in the interviews here, uh, t- gushing over uh, Big T once again. Yeah. We see Amber, Casey, and Darrell talking, and Amber is saying, this might be a girl's night, and I could be going in against my girl, Big T. Then we have a deliberation. Corey starts it off by saying, as most of you know, I'm trying to be the house vote. Most? Who doesn't know this? Yeah. He's like, let me in there. Big T in an interview says, you know, I wasn't in favor of this plan to be the house vote, but now I'm supporting my partner. I'm going with his plan. Um, And that's really it for this deliberation. I mean, it's just Corey being like, I want to be the house vote and everyone just kind of looking at him. Everybody gets it at this point. There's no need for this deliberation. Everybody yeah. gets it. Kyle and Anissa go in to see uh, the results. We have a funny moment where they sit down and Kyle's like, so w- in, in this moment right now, uh, in this situation, when did you decide to blindside me? Yeah. And, <laughs> and she was like, right after you, we, we saw your vote that you lied to our faces. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was a great moment. Um, we learned that the compromised agents are Amber B and Durrell. And then and that's when CT goes, okay, well, what about, uh, let's put in CT. What about CT versus Durrell, which is something I love. Anissa shuts him up. She's like, shut up, stop, no. Like, Anissa is 100% committed to helping Corey get his skull. But, like, 
Why not put CT okay. in? I mean, honestly, this, I mean, they go through this whole thing where Kyle's like literally trying to throw in every person that would make sense to throw in if you were trying to win the uh, final. Uh, so like uh, uh, CT and then um, Fessy, you know, and 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 she just won't do any of that. And I think this is where this is the difference between somebody who's going to compete in a final and win and somebody who's not. I'm sorry, Anissa. Yeah, you may make it to the final, but if you're not willing to make a big move in this game where nobody is aligning with anybody and sticking with it, like for the most part, I mean, you got, I guess, the big brother people, but the rest, it's like you've been uh, trounced upon, Anissa. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you don't want to do that to your friends. Okay. How about doing something to give everybody a better chance of winning this fucking thing and getting Fessy out of this house? Yeah. Put Fessy up against Darrell. It, that's a great, there's oh a lot God. of, there's a lot of ways that Fessy could go home and Darrell could stay. Yeah. Okay. There's a few ways that it would go the other way as well. It would have been fine. And I'm not saying that, you know, eventually, you know, they're going to pick Corey, by the way. All right. I'm going to ruin it for you because I, I need to explain the fact that I need that Anissa made a fucking dumb move here yeah and I this don't like stupid. that she's like talking to like Kyle or in an interview she says like Kyle doesn't understand that like yeah we have power but we might not have it tomorrow and I'm watching it and like yeah that's the point that's right. the reason why so you use should it make now. a big move use your yeah. power now because you won't have it tomorrow exactly it's not like oh there's a target on your back fuck off if you don't think that somebody's gonna call your fucking ass in to make sure that they don't lose their skull or to gain a skull in the next episode you're fucking wrong and you know what it might be Corey, dude yeah. like this idea that like you have to do this for Corey because you guys have some sort of unbreakable bond i i wonder how she feels about last episode when Corey's talking shit about her you are also the lowest team on the totem pole when you leave this uh, power position a hundred percent this was a fluke that you guys won let's be honest this is a surprise that you got lucky and you should do you should mix shit up you should make a mark you should it's take full, out a champion take it, put two champions put head two to head skulls in there yeah it's foolish to not put two skulls in there it really is so Okay, Anissa, I still want you to win. Yeah, you know, Anissa, we love you. We're still rooting it's for great. you. It's great. I mean, it's fine. I, I Always mean, Anissa. We, we noticed that you're going to be on uh, the Challenge All Stars. So, congratulations. So is Darrell. So, the both of you guys will be competing on uh, these two shows in the same year. I mean, that's pretty unprecedented. You're a legend. Folks. You got to play with your mind and not with your heart. You have Durrell, who is a three or four time champion who's been voted four. in four time champion. Back who's to been, back to back to back. Been voted in by the house. And you I you know, you're saying Nick put in Fessy. I'm saying put in CT, who is also a multi champion winner. Put two champions in and take one of them out of the game. I, 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 this confuses me. Anyway, they head to the crater. TJ tells them it's a guy's night. He has, um, you know, he has the the team that's been voted in. Amber B and Darrell come down there, and then he goes, Kyle, like, who are you gonna pick? And Kyle says, Oh, this is a game of revenge, and you know all this. But tonight, I'm gonna give Corey and Big T a chance to get their gold skulls. Anissa says the same. That's when I, that's when TJ tells them it's a guy's night, and then TJ says this is Operation Snapping Point. This is the third version of this game we've played this season, and it's basically 
Um, you know, there two people are tied to each other, and it's kind of what we saw Wes and Devin do, where in Devin beat Wes, and what we saw we saw Casey and Teresa do. Two challengers harnessed to each other with a rope, trying to get to an end point as quickly as possible. And when we've seen this before, this has been kind of like, as somebody says it, a reverse tug of war. Yeah. Um. And that's how it's it's it comes down to strength and stamina. Can you push with the with your legs to get to the point? Now going into this, I know Durrell is going to win. Um, no spoiler alert. Now, is that because your faith in Durrell or your faith in Corey losing? It's in my faith in Durrell because I just in my mind I've never seen Durrell lose. I I saw I've seen him go home. Once in a season before he made it to the final. And that was when Corey sent him home. And I think it was Dirty 30. It was one of the older iterations when Tony was still around. And Corey had an opportunity to send someone home. And Corey made the right move. He sent Darrell home because he goes, I know who you are. I know what you're about. I know you're a winner. I'm sending you home. So. In my mind, Darrell doesn't lose. And then we get this first, uh, it, it's the best of three, you know, two out of three. We get this first one. And the first thing we hear is an interview from Casey saying, like, Corey takes off and he's speedy. He just goes for it. And that's what I'm like. Definitely Corey is losing because they I feel like the challenge always gives us like a positive review of the person who loses first. Do you know what I mean? As like yeah, a psych it's out. something that you can de- decipher sometimes uh, at the end of these things. But Corey gets there first. He gets the first one. He takes off. He gets it. Bam. Boom. Well, well let me just say, for those of you that didn't watch it, as I, as I said before, this is usually a tug of war in the dirt. You have your rope strapped to, uh, to your back. Your competitor is trying to pull you away from the button here. Yeah, you got your elbows in the dirt, your feet in the dirt. Right. You're We've seen pulling yourself forward. In this competition, uh, Corey is so fast that uh, Darrell does not have a chance to get his slack to the point where it would be taut, that there was tension on the wire. He just blitzes and runs so fast and just like a foot race beats him and and then there is no tension on the on the wire or on the on the rope and he hits that red button and gets the victory for the first uh round here and so it's like everybody's kind of thrown wow Corey is really really fast even Durrell is like well that was crazy and looked over at Corey and says you got to slow down man (laughs) slow down a little bit man you got to calm down Leroy in an interview says Durrell's telling him to slow down but he needs to speed up yeah Durrell needs to speed up and so we get into this second competition and as Ashley was saying yeah it felt like the setup okay here's the big this is where Durrell you know uh, comes back and they're going to really battle this out and uh, you know uh, TJ blows the, the horn and once again, uh, Corey just sprints, no tension on the rope, runs, dives for it, hits that red thing. It's a little closer this time, but Corey is the victor, and he steals Durrell's gold skull, sending Durrell back home to his family. And folks, I can't believe this. I literally cannot believe this. Amber B's crying. Durrell looks dejected. Uh, Big T is saying that she's Corey's good luck charm. I look over, you know, there's, there's, it feels like minutes after this before TJ comes out. And I'm looking at Nick. I'm like, where's TJ? 
when's he gonna call it this? just felt bad to see Darrell being losing and going home and I, right here too which is so close to the final and it, it my feels faith bad. my faith in Darrell is so strong you guys that I literally thought that TJ was going to come out and say, Corey, unfortunately, we reviewed the tapes and you had a false start. Listen, we've been watching a lot of mega cash days, okay? <laughs> and those people have Street constant. Street mega cash days. They have constant. They hit the, they pull their little lever before they should. And so that's what I think is going to happen. TJ is taking forever to come out. I assume, I am, I, in my mind, I cannot wrap around this idea that Darrell is going to go home. This was the hardest for me. Mm. This was the hardest. This was for a me. tough one. Eventually, it is made. Uh, it is made official. Uh, Darrell goes home. Corey wins. He's very excited. Uh, everybody seems to be pretty excited for him. Uh, we don't really get to see a moment between Darrell and Leroy, even though Leroy seems to be the architect, uh, the person who put. Darrell in the position that he was in, sending him home. We'll have to see if that plays out maybe on future challenges. Although Leroy has said multiple times this is the last challenge. So um, it's a, it's bittersweet. Uh, it took a while. I was a big doubter. I never thought he'd do it. But Corey's got his gold skull, so good for Corey. I did find out uh, doing some cursory uh, um, research on the internet that Corey was like the starting halfback on his college b- uh, football team, mm. which is the running back, the starting running uh-huh. back. So, uh, you know, Corey's 31. Durrell is f- uh, 30. Dur- I mean, Corey's 30. Durrell is 41. That's a big difference. That's a, that's a difference, folks. That's the difference here. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, you know, we even get Leroy saying, I know Darrell was, says that he is slow and says that he's slow, but I mean, he looks like he was running through molasses. I guess speed just was never really on Darrell's side. So, unfortunately, this was the luck of the draw. Uh, this was bad. I would say that him and CT would have been a monstrous match. Oh, my God. I, I do feel like CT would have come out the victor here because it would have been a tug of war. Same thing with Fessy. I, I don't, I don't see Darrell in the, in the options that we had on the table, I don't see Darrell coming out the winner on any of these. It might have been a tougher battle. Um, this was like a fluke. Um, you, you know, I don't think anybody realized that Corey would be so fast and outrun Darrell so much that there would be no sh- fight here. But honestly, I thought this was a pretty awesome victory from Corey. I, I it like, was incredible. I like to see that. I had I, no, you know, we don't rarely, we don't get sprints in 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 these competitions ever so it, it opened up my my eyes to the athleticism that Corey has that we just don't get to see on this type of a show but it's cool to know he's really fast you know and I, I I'm enjoying this iteration of the challenge because what I'm seeing are people who I was rooting for you know Seven seasons ago, six seasons ago, five seasons ago, I'm seeing them become established challengers, specifically Cam. I mean, when Cam came on the show, Nick and I were so excited because we had liked her so much on Are You The One? And I'm just so glad that she has come to this point where she's God. pretty much a face of the franchise. Can you even imagine her on Are You The One? Like, it now, seems like such no. a... Like a like a like a lame like passive game where you're like I'm just trying to fall in love with somebody right and it just doesn't seem like cam At like all. like a cam thing to do I'm At glad all. that she did it because it brought her to our lives but it just doesn't seem like the w- where cam 
you know, there's no competitions really. It's yeah. it's just about looking lame on TV and and opening up your heart to losers. Yeah, and why did we like seem... her so much? I guess she was just herself. I'll be honest, I don't remember liking her that much. I mean, maybe you did. I uh, did a lot. I, I just rem- I remember her not having much of a storyline. So well, her storyline was the Eddie Alicia thing because right. she got matched up. Anyway, that's a that's it's a, a different that's thing. A different episode. But when I saw her come on to this show, um. I was surprised that they had brought her. I, I hadn't seen it. And I'm so glad that they saw something that we didn't. But And that's not- how I also feel about Corey. Like, I loved Corey when he first showed up and was calling out Johnny. And back in the Young Buck days when it was just Hunter and Nelson and Corey. And it seemed like every season they would get out before they could make it this far. And it's just being able to see Corey get to this point where this is his... You know, last season he made it to the final. It looks like he's going to make it to the final this season. It's nice when the people you root for um, are given a chance to grow in the game. Well, the show, this episode isn't over yet. We you're right, still, you're right, we you're right. still okay. have some partners So here. Okay, so let's get back into it. So, you know, TJ thanks Darrell for giving it his all. Uh, Darrell says goodbye to everyone and leaves. In an interview, Darrell says these challenges are a lot harder than they used to be, and I can't win them all. Kyle, in an interview, says this is perfect for my game and everyone else's game here. The fact that Darrell left. Leroy, in an interview, says this is the toughest move I have had to make this season. That's when I realized, yes, this was all orchestrated by Leroy. Once again, not fully (laughs) explained to us. It really had to be like putting puzzle pieces together. TJ says, well, Corey, you got it done. And with this win comes power. Are you going to stay with your partner? And Corey doesn't even make a real big show of it. He's just like, TJ, tonight I choose to steal Cam. And then Cam comes running down. Cam in an interview says, I'm going to ride it out with Corey and see where this game takes us. Um, I'm excited for this team, the Corey and Cam team. I think that they will work well together. I think that they're both in the same world as terms of like uh, politics and physical um, ability. I see the two of them doing very well in a final if they get to the final together. Absolutely. Absolutely. feel like they they, you know there's going to be a lot of supportiveness going on in this and also i do feel like that uh cory would be deferential to cam yeah so um which is fine uh for him as far as riding this out until they actually get to the final although you know cam's got to be thinking a little bit like boy cory i don't know that cory curse but if you've seen cory in partners in the past i mean he's really he is a great partner um so that brings us i mean let's not forget rivals three with his partnership with ashley one of my favorite partnerships of all time (laughs) okay so then tj goes to ct how does it feel to have your partner stolen what are you going to do you're going to take amber you're going to take big t and ct says the person i'm thinking about picking it would only be right if i helped her get her skull because she helped me get mine and then he looks down at big t and he goes if you want to give it another shot i'll come down right now and big t says okay let's do it and ct runs down and they embrace kyle in an interview says this is amazing to watch i'm kind of on board with nick here where i'm like yeah whatever it's kind of been ruined for me the magic's been taken out of this team 
Kyle, I believe you're not you're not seeing uh, you know it's all context with what he was saying. This wasn't this wasn't amazing to watch in like a way. I feel like you said it in a way that like oh they're back together. This is amazing. Kyle is laughing. This is amazing to watch. Like CT have to go back to his partner oh. at, at Big T after he made this huge show and stole Cam. Like he's laughing at. Gotcha. So because um, CT stole camp yeah, from him. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And oh, so he's okay. like, I love that she ha- he has to go back to Big T. At I this interpreted point. that wrong. And Big T in the interview is like, he serenaded me from the top of the crater, <laughs> and so I accepted him back. And it's like, okay, he's a decent competitor. It's not a bad move for your game. So I would say, yeah, it's better than being a rogue agent, right? Because then, you well, if you're to, a rogue agent, yeah, you, you can't compete. compete exactly. So he's he's helping you out here, and that's and that's great. And Amber's got her skull already. Uh, you know, another choice there. And so, uh, yeah, it's fine. I don't know. Big T shouldn't let this motherfucker off the hook that quick. He did make a fucking fool of you. So let's not forget this was only two or three episodes. TJ says, uh, "Hey guys, great job." But no one is in the final yet. This is far from over. We get an interview from Cam going, damn, we got a lot of, we got to work overtime. I shouldn't say damn, but she did say we got to work overtime. And they leave us with that, a cliffhanger of more to come. Well, good episode. Um, I'm looking forward to this final now. I say, let's get to it. I want to see a purge and then a final. Um, and, uh, you know, um, we hope that you enjoyed our recap. Make sure you're checking out our Monday episodes. Uh, we drop them, well, every Monday. And, uh, of course, we are going to ride out this season of The Challenge, so make sure you're checking in every Thursday for our recaps. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, may TJ do something cool. And may Kyle let you know he's been talking shit. There you go. Bye. Bye.